One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Because you, it's as if you, do. you have that banter that I only have with Virgo cunts, and I'm going to say that word. <laughs> Wait, maybe that's the title of the episode: is Virgo, Virgo cunts. <laughs> Welcome back to That's a Gay-Ass Podcast, a podcast that asks, whose fault is it that you're gay? It's me, Eric Williams, and this is one of my favorite episodes of all time, and I would say the flirtiest one yet. I just want to emotionally prepare you. Colin Medell is a handsome devil. He is smart. He is funny. And I do not hold back with the flirting. I do want to tell you some exciting news in my life is that you maybe have heard me say in past episodes that my fucking husband, Matt, has not been allowing us to get a dog which I guess he is the decision maker in that case. I don't know why, but he just like financially thinks it's too big of a deal and to take care of it is too much work. But I just want a floofy little fella. So the long story short is that Matt has changed his tune as of yesterday. We found a dog on Twitter that was found not too far from our apartment. And someone we both follow posted that he took him in and ended up taking him to a shelter that is like a foster care, no kill shelter. Sure. Matt has called the shelter, made an appointment, and we are going there on Friday to visit this dog. It is not a definite. I'm not getting my hopes up, but you better cross your fucking fingers for me, y'all. It could be so magical. The shelter has named him Scooter, which uh, I would say is patent pending. Um, We've always wanted to have two girl dogs named Judy and Liza. But I don't know. Maybe we'll just name this boy Dog Judy. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> Other exciting news is I recorded an episode of You Made It Worse. It's Elliot Glazer, H. Allen Scott, and Brent Sullivan's podcast. And y'all, when they asked me to be on, I uh, I felt pretty, pretty cute. So if you want to listen to it, it's so fun. It's a really quick interview, uh, and it comes out on Thursday, so the day after this episode comes out. I do want to tell you something else before we get into this episode, is that I've been working all day long on something I should not be working on. I have other things that are more important, but I can't help myself. Y'all, I'm making merch. Gay Ass Podcast is finally going to have some really cute stuff. And I want to tell you something. I would never make something that just says Gay Ass Podcast on it because, like, no offense to me, who would wear that? So I've come up with some ideas with a friend that are so cute and funny. And I'm hoping to have them up for sale by the beginning of Pride. So you better stay tuned for that. I cannot stop talking about it. This week we have Colin Videl of Queer Cosmos on the podcast. As you know, it is a flirty episode. He is so funny. If you don't follow him, his Instagram is incredible. He does astrology for Cosmopolitan. He has a book out called Queer Cosmos, and you can actually book him for readings online. I can't tell you how much fun I had recording this episode. Make sure you follow along at the Gay Ass Podcast Insta. And we're really trying to grow this show, especially getting into Pride. So full transparency, I would love it if you could send this to one friend that you think would like the podcast. It really makes a huge difference. So if you think there's one person in your life that would like it, send them a text. Maybe send them the Instagram or something of Gay Ass Podcast because I really want to get the word out, especially as we get into Pride and have some pretty incredible guests coming up make sure you're subscribed to the podcast follow at gay ass podcast on instagram send it to a friend and enjoy oh my god wait colin say your last name for me let me hear you say it first Colin Bedell. You got it. See, you what? Need me to say it. You I put the emphasis on the right salab. <laughs> you did. Someone else said that joke to me the other day. I can't remember. Yours was funnier. 
Go Thank ahead. you so much, Colin. Thank you so much. That's all I want. Um, we were just talking about your gorgeous lighting and your gorgeous background, and I want to commend you on uh, how dare you look so stunning on Zoom. That's, uh, this is rare. <laughs> stunning on Zoom. Gives good Zoom quality is what you're saying? You give, you give good Zoom, babe. I mean, it's like the lighting is stunning. The background is cosmic, hysterical, if you will. The, also, wait, can I tell you something? Please. I watched recently your um, eyebrow tutorial oh. video, and... Really, the eyebrows do really frame your face, and oh. I is I have eyebrow jealousy. <laughs> jealousy? No, you have great eyes. I also, Thank I you. think technically, personally, I don't think there's anything more beautiful than someone in glasses. Oh I just God. find them so sweet and sexy. So, like, Wait, they like distract from the eyebrows. So, like, I have. A I know. Actually, I feel I realize that my eyebrows are kind of um, being eclipsed. But eclipsed. I, I'm glad you, that really makes me feel good because I recently became a glasses wearer, and so Ugh. this is this is really no. Helpful. I melt. I melt around glasses. It's like so cliche, but I really I do. I can't help it. Oof. Is it is it a nerdy thing? Is totally, like... totally, totally. Because the brain's the most important sexual organ. Oh. So I just make the false correlation sometimes between glasses and intellect, and I'm like. <gasps> Which you know. you know what? That's a cultural thing that we can't blame on ourselves. We, we blame it on we blame it on um Macaulay Culkin. No, who do we blame on culturally who wore glasses that we think I'm a gay millennial, Harry Potter, um, Harry Paul Harry of Potter. And just like I think Tom Ford had like a beautiful eyewear campaign in like the sure. mid to early two thousands where I was just like <gasps> You know, and then I remember, like, 2015, there was, like, a Warby Parker mascot. Yes. There was, like, all these yes. beautiful ocular looks. So You know, what's funny is that when I first met my man, he was wearing glasses that I th- – or, like, he has, like, Warby glasses that I was, like, <laughs> the glasses really brought me in. D- see? So, like, don't worry about my eyebrows. Worry about your glasses. <laughs> I mean, listen, I will wor- – you worry about my glasses, I'll worry, worry about your about eyebrows, eyebrows, and that is a cosmic connection. <laughs> um, it's funny, though, is that Matt wears glasses, but he's really not smart. I'm kidding. That was a <laughs> joke he is very smart and i had I a feeling you were teeing moment. up for that and i was like oh shit <laughs> but i thank you it. for no- thank you for noticing the teeing up yeah, that's devastating yeah, no, you're just like watching <laughs> the wheels turn yeah okay um uh, so uh i don't even know where to begin because i'm just so excited you're on that's the gayest podcast i'm, I'm such a fan of yours i recently have been super into the astrology world recently, and where the fuck I- have you been well, recent is like, I would say like five to ten years. Oh, okay. Is that okay? Okay, I didn't know if you were like hitting me with five months. I'd be like... No, 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 no. I just famously don't know anything but try to learn. And you being here, I think, is very important. <laughs> and actually, I want you to know this, that I had recommendations from people who listened that they wanted to maybe have some kind of astrology moment. And so this is like coming from coming from all sides. Oh, coming my bad. Okay, well, I'm honored to be here. And I hope that we deliver. Okay. I think we will. I can already tell we will. Um, before we get into all that stuff, though, I want to congratulate you on the journey you're having for Italian citizenship. Good to see you, Good to see you, See, yeah. Who knew? What's the What's the deal with you? Have like you're eligible because of genealogy or something? Yeah. So this, it, it, you know what? This the irony. It is called. Forgive me. I think I can say this correctly. Jodis sanguinis, which means right of descent in Latin. Okay, mm. forgive me if I mispronounced it. And so Italy has a fairly flexible citizenship by descent program. Fairly, right? And so if any you know anybody can apply for it, but if you can claim that you have Italian ancestry, there is no generational limit. <gasps> so you could go back like Oh, I'm going through my great great grandmother. Oh my! Yeah. But you also like, and I don't mean to generalize, but you come off pretty goddamn Italian to me right now. <laughs> it's my accent. I think it's got to be the accent. Um, thank. Are you, your though. parents? Do your parents identify as Italian? You know, I think because it's through my mother's lineage. I think she would, and her mother, who is the mm-hmm. direct descendant of the Italian lineage, she is such a an influential figure in my life. My grandmother. And so, Mm -hmm. yeah, I think they would. And like, we just kind of, I would say, and this is what's been actually really beautiful about this experience is like, I'm sort of realizing how like un-American my upbringing actually was like, in the sense that because maybe we do have Italian ancestry, like my cousins and aunts and uncles were together every weekend. Like we were very much like that family. And I grew up absolutely feeling a best friendship relationship with all of my cousins. 
and yeah. we all looked out for each other. It was a community, like it was very Italian, very Teresa Judice. Correct, correct. <laughs> Although I didn't watch her on the reunion, so you'll have to fill me in on the drama she's currently causing. Are you a New Jersey Housewives watcher? <laughs> I know of them. Um, I've actually met Dina a few times because she loves astrology. Oh my and god, we've had wonderful conversation. She is absolutely fantastic. She's the only one I've met though. That makes me so happy to hear though. I do love Dina. I do you love, love Dina. Dina, Dina Manzo. Dina Manzo. My Jersey Housewives journey has been a long one as well, but it like I recently I just get so interested in the family dynamics between the Italians in terms of Teresa cuz listen to this. If if I may give you a spoiler from please, the reunion. Please please please. One of the arguments that is batshit insane in regards to family dynamics is that Teresa is now engaged to a new man. She did not ask her sister, Melissa, who was also on the show, she did not ask her to be a bridesmaid, which is a big darn deal. But her fiancé asked her brother to be a groomsman. And the reason why... Teresa did not ask Melissa is because of their drama. And one of the pieces of drama is that Teresa was a bridesmaid in Melissa's wedding uh-huh. while Teresa was pregnant. And she felt like <laughs> Melissa should have waited for her to have the baby so she could have had a drink at the wedding. Oh, my, oh my God. I almost want to say that's Italian-American nonsense. But I'm that's sure, Italian-American. Yeah, I'm sure that drama happens in Italy, too. I wonder oh if that's a homeland God. thing or if it's just trashy Americans. Uh, yeah, maybe it's a little bit of both. <laughs> I, I do see small distinctions between Italy and Italian Americans, <laughs> right? But we're, we're all dramatic and like just looking for reasons to fight. It's true. It's true. And you love a mustacholi. You love a gorgeous red sauce. Thank you. You love spaghetti tortellini. <laughs> Um, Your accent's rigatone. not bad. Rigatoni, Thank you so on. much. Yeah, you got to do the rigatoni. We love a rigatoni. I, I had somebody tell me yesterday, this Sagittarius boy who I think is so dreamy, he mm. was offered rigatoni for dinner, and he goes, oh, I'm, I'm a vegetarian. <laughs> he didn't know it was <laughs> pasta. No, I don't eat rigatoni. I uh, don't eat meat. I'm a vegetarian. Um... I know. And he was like, isn't that? I'm like, sweetie, it's a macaroni. There's no meat on it. Okay. Was he wearing glasses? Yes. So he and could get away with go. anything. <laughs> <laughs> you're like babe you're so smart you're so even though he's like doesn't know what a fucking noodle is i know um, <laughs> i know and i i did the gay gasp a little bit i was like honey you can, if, if you ever came over on sunday and you made that kind of mistake like you just can't say that um, sure funny, when but. you get your italian citizenship mm-hmm. what do you envision changing do you like want to spend more time there mm-hmm. is it a mindset like what do you what do you what do you see yeah, well, hopefully I get it. I think I will. I have a great Taurus lawyer. Uh, Knocking uh, on wood. Yeah, I think we're set. I think what's going to just happen is I I think it is going to be a vision expander. for re- Absolutely. Because it, just being there and, and staying there changed actually the way that I approach my business already. How much I work versus how much I like protect spaciousness. So uh. I definitely could see myself doing six six months here, six months off. You know, like I love that so much. Yes. I mean, I have nothing compared to your experience, but I did. Matt, Matt and I went on our honeymoon to Italy, uh, and I I felt the magic. It me did you? Oh, that makes me so happy. Wait, tell oh me all about my... it. Where did you go? So we started in Cinque Terre, okay. which was yeah, like an that. unbelievable experience. Yeah. It was just we did the hiking. We did, and it was also like literally two days after the wedding, so we were very much decompressing. Mm. And um, mm. from there, I think I might even get the order wrong. We did Florence for the longest time, Beautiful. and just like had the most amazing food. And Beautiful. he is a really great Matt's a great planner and adventurer, mm. and so. We did an amazing cooking class where a gay couple takes a group of you to the countryside. Oh they do God. you do homemade pasta. They teach you how to make certain dishes. It was, and we still keep in touch with them today. Oh. Luca and Lorenzo. If anybody wants this experience, <laughs> I swear to God, I will. Means. I'm fucking. Oh, done. and they're also so handsome. Oh, yeah, that, like, that forget it. Forget it. And I hope they don't listen to this because did I have a fantasy of some, some things that could happen? Oh, and I do I still? <laughs> do I and during the like height of the pandemic, I made I was making all these silly videos that were called at home news or like dramatized uh-huh, the drama happening uh-huh. in my one bedroom apartment. And they wanted me to make one for them for something, and I made it. And they said in exchange for that, they have a gorgeous property next to their home that has a pool, and they would give me free nights to stay at their Airbnb at the countryside by Florence. Hello? Wait, Colin, you should come with. Luca and Lorenzo, yeah. And I'll sleep with the both of them and tell you how it went. 
Um, <laughs> I actually, I was actually picturing the five of us, but that, that's fine. I didn't know. Um, I'll, I'll ask. We'll they, just have one big ha- Italian orgy. That's fine. Actually, they do have a California king. I'm kidding. Oh. I have no idea. Um, <laughs> I got Luke and Lorenzo, those big boys. Let me cuddle up. <laughs> Cut to them being like five feet tall and 100 pounds. Were they five? Um, they were tiny? No, 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 okay. no. One of them is a big boy. Yeah, they baby. are. I, know. I, I, I like forgot that, that like Italians are tall. You know, I'm six he foot was, three. He, so yeah. They were like, what? what? Yeah. They, okay, I'm six foot two, and that to me sounds giant. <laughs> it it is. You're one inch are. taller than me. It pre- pretty but much. six foot three, it's like, honestly, my height seems to be like, like okay, he's like kind of a tallish guy, no. fine. And then when you go to six three, to me that's like he's six three. Fuck. <laughs> no, I feel like six, anything above five eleven in America is like pretty pretty excellent. <laughs> pretty excellent. Pretty fucking I mean, excellent. But you're tell right. Tell that to my five foot four, bro- my twin brother. Yikes. And you're a twin. Or, me too. Yeah. yeah. <gasps> and I don't even know your signs yet. So like we're gonna. I know. We're about to pop Wait, Colin, couple. this is crazy. I just I I recently had a guest that is also a twin who is gay, and then I uh, a friend of mine. Mm. There's so many twins mm. that and what is your twin gay? No, sadly, she and mine's not either. Oh, okay, would you have a fraternal? Or is it what's the situation? Fraternal brother. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah. No, she is not gay. I always wanted to come out and have her go. Me too. But she never mm. did. Yeah. She is she is she tall? She's not. No, she's five foot one. Are you kidding me? I swear to God. Yeah. So we I thought even... my story was the craziest. Yours wins. Wait, how is your is is your twin brother a little bit shorter or tall? he's five foot four. He just had a baby. Oh, he wow, is straight. He, I know really. He is like such a soft now he's like such a sweet soft-spoken like mensch of a man Aww. he and he, we've I've, he's heard this and he knows this like growing up he was totally like a button pushing dick who like would just like i'm gonna make your life bad and then he um kind of grew into himself and became like such a sweet dad and Aww. husband and he like woodworks and like he's, woodworks he's truly Whoa. truly okay we have a cutting board that is gorgeous he made but it. um he made it. He oh. truly did. But yeah, but your twin sister, five foot one with a six foot three twin brother yeah. is cuckoo bananas. It really is. We don't even look like brother and sister. We just look like two people randomly plucked together. Thankfully, we have the same mannerisms and we're like, <clears throat> you know, we get really sure. aggressive. But other than that, and we have core fundamental values, I think, that are the same. But people just think we're friends. Wow. Yeah. And you said that she ha- has kids? She does. She has a beautiful Virgo baby who I shouldn't <gasps> even just leave with beauty. Like, my niece is extraordinarily empathetic and scores, like, above average on empathy and compassion skills in the time. I love that. Yeah. How how old is your niece? Three. Oh, my God. And my nephew is t- is, um, is three. Is He's there, about to turn three. We are blessed to have these relationships with our twins and their children because, like, is there anything that's almost more satisfying than like watching oh my like, God. their children sometimes? It's like my, my, I think it was either my mom or, or Matt took a video of me meeting my twin brother's baby for the first Ugh. time. And it was just the most like truly cosmic experience of like seeing the person I was in a womb with hand me his child. Like it was like such a crazy and just like feeling like you know what it was? If I felt like I was holding my brother. I really Ooh, did. Oh wow. That's wow. That's beautiful. And I never would have even thought about that with my niece. I mean he because his Whew. his face, he his energy, it was and like and like I said, growing up Michael and I were super close and then he we both went through our puberty phases yeah. where like we kind of like had our different yeah. friends and then we really met back in the middle during college age and Aww. i think like holding his baby was like a sign that we were have always been together despite all of the journeys up and down and it was and i still see his son make these faces and i'm like that is michael and it is i mean i, I saw him last night on zoom and i was Aww. just like this precious angel i just Makes me, yeah, it makes my heart feel full every time I see him. Eric, I'm going to get emotional because, like, that's the, the the way you described how, yeah, because he has a nephew, or he has a son, so it's your nephew. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. see the and like the the child being the reminder of you guys always being together. That <sighs> that's too much. Like, it's a lot. That's beautiful, it's a lot. Though. And like, if you're not a twin, you wouldn't even know how to wrap your head and heart around that. But you just, I know, like, bottom lined it so beautifully. That was beautifully expressed. Did you tell him that? 
I think I did, but you I want to make sure. I'm going to make sure I do because that yeah. is such a good reminder of yeah. like so many things that I will think to myself or say to others. But I want to make sure I say to the say to the person. For real. And what's wild is we haven't even talked about astrology yet. We're just like shooting the I shit know. like two bitches powdering our pussies and talking about God we know what. <laughs> powdering our fucking pussies. <laughs> <laughs> um well speaking of my pussy's powder Sorry, do you, how how should we how how do we want to get into the astrology stuff you i mean is me. it i want to know your sign and i'm not gonna guess because i'm not good at this no i'm not i'm not that okay, girl thank god um i'm not like okay you're a psychic right you're like i'm not um <laughs> you can't read so you're illiterate yeah right <laughs> you're like actually um okay so i am an interesting story because i'm um Virgo Libra cusp. I'm born September 21st, 9:24 a.m. No, oh, thank you for that. Said it because it was the glasses and the sense of humor. God damn it! I should have just been like, "Are you a Virgo?" But I believe you that you were going to say that. Oh, so it's as if it, it's as if you it. did because you it's as if you did. You have that banter that like I only have with Virgo cunts, and I'm going to say that <laughs> word. Wait, maybe that's the title of the episode is Virgo Cunts. Um, wait, I'm actually kind of honored and oh bewitched, bothered, and bewildered because I have for so many years struggled with my cuspiness oh. because because being a twin and we are so different mm-hmm. like emotionally and personality-wise, I'm like, oh, I, maybe I am more Virgo and he is more Libra. I don't really know. Okay. But Are you ready for but, me to like go right in and tell you everything you need to know A hundred percent. Okay, just because yes. like, I, we, we don't have time to waste, okay? So check this Please, out. Let's do it. Let's do Listen it. Listen up, bitches. There's actually no such thing as sun sign cusps. You are either one or the other depending on the time that you were born. Okay. You're either a son of 29 degrees Virgo, which I think you are, because a friend of mine was born on September 21st, and she's also, sorry if you can hear my grandmother's dog speaking of Virgo cons, um, she is also, <laughs> <laughs> she would admit it, okay? She the dog? Was, uh, both. No, the dog is a Scorpio, okay? <laughs> sure, 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 sure. Sure, 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 sure. So you're either a son of 29 degrees Virgo or zero degrees Libra, right? But summer, September 24th is irrefutably the last day of Virgo season. It changes the next day, typically. Mm. Related to twins in astrology, too, I had a Gemini astrologer actually born on my birthday named Deborah Silverman say that twins can share a chart, and whoever's born first can experience some transits before the other twin does. So the I was born first. So what does that actually mean? What does that transit mean? So, like, for example, my twin sister was born first. She got pregnant two months before I got my first book deal. <sighs> My book came out November 16th. Her daughter was born, was supposed to be born in October, but because I have a Virgo niece, she was like, I'm going to come out early. I'm going to come out September. What? Wait, she was, wow. So she was like a month early. She was almost a month and a half early, yeah. And I dreamt about her before she was born, which freaked the fuck out of my sister because I described her in perfect detail. She like visited me before she was born. Shut the fuck up. I, I love that God. so much. I swear on all that is holy. I was I woke up one day and I said, Court, you're having a girl. She's got blonde hair and she's a ball of energy. And that is exactly who my niece is today. Oh my God. I Crazy. love her. Yes. So, and she's a Virgo. So anyway, you are Virgo. You might have Libra in your chart though, because uh-huh. we'll typically with personal planets, Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, and Ascendant maybe too, we'll have a little bit of the sign to the right or to the left of us. Like, I'm a Gemini okay. who has a Mars and Cancer. I have no Taurus in my mm-hmm. chart, right? And then you might be a Virgo sun with a Mercury in Libra, a Venus in Libra, or a Mars in Libra. I don't know, because I don't have your chart in front of me. But that's how we can almost believe that we're cusps, because we'll have something to the left or to the right, typically. But there's no such thing. You're either one or the other. Wow. I did write down, I'm Mercury in Libra. Oh, bingo. Venus See? in yeah. Scorpio. Okay. Mars in Libra. Nice. I am um, interested in the timing of what you were saying mm-hmm. with like your sister being born first and then with a baby and yeah. a big deal of your book deal. And, and like, for example, right now people talk a lot about like what the, the Saturn returns. Yes. And like I'm, I'm, I'm feeling literally in this week and in the past couple of weeks, like, as a type A Virgo and like an overthinker, I have tended to get in my own way when it comes to many things mm. of like t- mm. talking myself out of certain things. Mm. But recently, because of like my life, there's a lot of crazy things like in the low ends of like trauma, but also mm. in the high ends of like stepping into my power. Mm-hmm. I feel like mm-hmm. I am 
owning what I actually want. And actually, one of your videos I love so much was like the idea of, I think it was sliding versus deciding of like, Good memory are you, thank you so much. <laughs> like, are you going to actually decide and then step into what the fucking life you want to have? Mm-hmm. Or are you just going to kind of let things happen? And I think for the first time, I am starting to make the decisions, write the thing, send the thing, do the thing. And is do you, is that something like that's astrology related, do you think? Oh, God. Like- so many, that could be so many things. So, yeah, I think that over the last week, though, we are in eclipse energy. So this is being mm-hmm. recorded on May 5th. We had a solar eclipse in Taurus on April 30th. And then we're going to have a lunar eclipse on um, May 16th. So mm-hmm. the, the next two and a half weeks are one of the most action-packed of the whole year. Wow. Yeah. So people are almost experiencing like a pressure cooker of like personal development, personal development insights, relational transitions and all these things because that's eclipse season, which happens once every six months. And I posted that in reference to Taurus season. So collectively, we are trying, whether we subconsciously or consciously see it, to follow in the Taurus footsteps, which is I don't just slide into anything. I decide everything. And we do, you know, a lot of us can almost be under functioning, very passive about what happens because we're afraid to admit what we really want because we're afraid we might not get it, right? We're nervous about rejection. We're nervous about all these things. But Taurus energy is like, actually, you should be more nervous about not admitting it and looking back in your life wondering what would have happened if you weren't a punk ass bitch. Oh my god, that is what I needed to <laughs> That's hear. big Taurus energy. That you was know, gorgeous so- Taurus energy. Because listen, if we are like denying ourselves what we want, and that, that's that's a big fear of mine yeah. is, is the looking back. And you know what? I've talked to so many people that will say, I wish I had started at this time yeah. and or because I would have been better now. Or another regret of mine is the whole idea of not starting something new out of the fear that you a won't be good at it or b it'll take too long to get good at it and that has been something Mm -hmm. that i think follows a lot of us especially creative people but any people that are just like are embarrassed to be a beginner yes and enter actually see it so this is wild that you're mentioning this there's a transit that's about to happen about Jupiter entering Aries. So the building block of astrology for people who are like, what the fuck language is this, right? <laughs> it is a planet and zodiac sign. So Jupiter represents success. And mm-hmm. it's about to enter the zodiac sign of Aries on May 10th. And it's going to last until October, November and go back and forth into Aries. I'm mentioning this because Aries is the first sign in the zodiac. So the fact that Jupiter, the planet of success, is entering the first time, first sign in the zodiac is making all of us realize that yes, it's scary to do things for the first time but mm-hmm. stand tall turn towards that fear and be a bad bitch anyway like what 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 do you think we're just going to be perfect at first glance like that's not how this operates it's not how it operates and i wish i wish i wish that it was more normalized yes to fail like publicly to, to, <laughs> yeah. yeah and to like be <sighs> not to like to draft babe babe do a first draft first draft for real do a second draft and I, do a third it would be harder draft. for virgo though right because you do have exacting very impeccable it standards fucking sucks and also though i do believe that virgos are among the most grounded and realistic so virgo can just sit with themselves and say okay so it let's normalize the fear of doing scary things for the first time so what do i need to do I need to practice critical awareness and recognize that this mm-hmm. is very normal. I need to reality check my expectations and know that none of these emotions are permanent. And I just need to be mm. a bad bitch and keep it the fuck moving. Because sooner or later, I'll develop the musculature that makes me competent in this way. But I can't yes, possibly yes, yes. do first things for the first time and not experience this. So let me just see reality with a capital R as it is and stand tall and try anyway. Yes! Oh my god, I feel like I'm at church and I'm Jewish. It's just <laughs> like, it's... I'm, I Thank feel you. so connected to Jews because I'm from Long Island. Okay? I think that's also why we have a connection too because <laughs> I think Italians and Jews also have... What's the difference? We always We all ask. like food and we have no boundaries. <laughs> and our mothers. And our mothers. Forget it. Forget it. Forget, forget about it. Forget the mothers. It. Forget it. I don't, if I don't marry an Italian, I'm probably going to marry a Jew. I know it. Oh, like I, I know I just, it. I cannot wait to see the People magazine spread of your huge, gaudy Jewish wedding <laughs> <laughs> that is serving kosher ricotoni. Oh, and get, and get this: Marianne Williamson's going to officiate. Speaking of Jews, okay, I'll have her. Oh officiate. my god! All right. And then, if you need would. me, I'll sing the prayer uh, in Hebrew. Which one? 
um, the prayer. I, I pray those when we shine and watch us when we fall. And I'm gonna look at him and be like, "Is this his song?" And I'm gonna do the lyrics just like that. Yeah, please. And just like go in. Yeah, I'm gonna go in, and then all your guests are gonna be like looking at each other, like, "Who the fuck is this Fogatron?" No, we're gonna love it. I don't even know how we got up to Italy. How big is your wedding gonna be? How many people do you want in the audience? Just, uh, I almost want, my sad friend said, I want to have a close wedding of 250 of my best friends. <laughs> <laughs> Sensible, tiny 250 person you wedding. Know? No, I probably, it would be probably just small because like, I don't know. I, I feel like the older I get, the more introverted I'm becoming. Oh, yeah. So I would just almost like in, in such a sacred moment, I, I would almost want it to be like really deliberate and really small and really intentional. Otherwise, I'm going to be like overwhelmed by everything sure. that's happening. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you envision an inside or outside wedding? Ooh, um, how about a hybrid? Because mm, your boy would love indoor ceremony, in, outdoor, outdoor with like beautiful, like covered light uh, seating arrangements, whatever, maybe in the Amalfi Coast. Sure. Okay. <laughs> oh my God, I can't. I don't wait even have a boyfriend, so I don't know where I'm going with this. But I'm just like, I'm going to get married in Italy to a nice Jewish boy. Oh, I love. Honestly, that vision is so gorgeous. <laughs> um, do you what as a as mm. a, a stunning six three New York City astrology gay? Right. Are you That's a right. apps girl? Are you how? What, what, where are we meeting the boys? Um, you know what? I've been very lucky. I, I, I tend to meet them almost by happenstance, school, work. Mm. Um, the last boy that I seriously dated, I typically don't shit where I eat, but this was like an accident. I was reading a baby shower and he was somebody there. So like I was doing mini readings for people. That is so hot, you know, but I felt bad because I was like, oh my God, I have his chart. I have a leg up and he was a Taurus. So he's like, just put both my legs up. Like, I don't really care. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Talk about that. the horns. He Talk was, he was the... very subdued. Um, and then like, sometimes like they'll slide into the DMs, but like, it's because someone else has mentioned it, but I don't actually go on the apps that much. I will if I'm traveling just to like, talk to people and meet people and like kind of scan the audience you know yeah yeah, yeah. um but yeah no i uh, no not in new york i think that's so cool yeah. like especially i mean i'm a, I, I love an irl flirt and yes. i love like if i was at a, an event where you're doing a reading and i was single i'm sure i would have been a monster <laughs> Well, I don't know about that because let me tell you something, Eric. I don't know. Virgo boys, they're like, they run away from me. I'm like, I'm not a mess. I just look like one. <laughs> I'm just playing one on TV. Um, <laughs> but I'm not a mess. I'm organized. I wake up early. I'll follow up. I'll text punctually. I think I scare yeah. them. I do. You need to find, I say this to many people because you have, I think, like a strong sense of self. Mm. You And like, uh, you, you know, the app Coffee Meets Bagel? yes it's a dating app you need to find your coffee meets beta you need someone that is <laughs> like a little bit of that subdued okay. and Ooh. and at the party he lets you do Be a lot alone. of the talking but he he has his moments to shine yes. but then yes. but then actually in the, in the bedroom I, I don't even know anymore because like my <sighs> this isn't a sex podcast but like my let's talk about it my roles have just like you know i thought i was one thing now i'm not but actually before that's going to be a teaser for post post podcast question because we, we talk so much i gotta ask the podcast question the podcast question is whose fault is it that you're gay who do we blame babe one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes nice dress uh it's a it's a t-shirt until you tried it on same goes for your health care that's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Well, apparently, sweetie, um, we actually can blame my twin sister. <gasps> there wow. was a study, but again, like I looked at this abstract in like 0.5 seconds. I don't even know how verified it is, so like, don't get mad. Mm-hmm. Um, but I read a study that like if there are um, fraternal twins, male, female, assigned at birth, whatever, that more than likely the male is gay. There's like a there's like a little bit of an increase because like my mother's womb prepared itself for a woman. I don't know. So let's just blame my sister. I just would love to blame. Wait, her. that's so. Wait, wait, wait. That you dropped. I don't know about there. you though. The, you're, <laughs> I'm just. I actually chose. I'm actually completely straight, but it just like I wanted leverage in in uh, the media. In life. Um, <laughs> That's why I love Virgos. I fucking, I fucking hate Dick. You hate uh, it, hate it, hate it. Do you know how good. funny Virgos are? I'm going to let you go back to your questions, but you know that, like, in all of the Virgo content that I make, I especially make sure I mention how hysterically funny you guys are, <laughs> that your sharp sense of humor, always, I always talk about how how funny Virgos are to me. Thank God, yes. because this is a literal podcast. Do you know the Instagram like comedian Caitlin Riley? It's Caitlin Riley. I feel like you've seen. Of her. course, she's a Virgo. She is. That I love to hear that. And that bitch makes me laugh. She is so funny. If you're listening, we love you. We need to do a shout out to get her on this podcast. That's what we have to do. Please, and just be like, you know that like there's a connection between you being a Virgo and how funny you are. Wait, should we just rename the podcast Virgo yes. and I only have Virgo yes. content? Yes. And I just would like to say that, uh, unfortunately, I've never had any Virgo in me, but I have a <laughs> Virgo South node. So I have a little bit of Virgo in my chart. A little. I want everyone to know that when he said Virgo in me, he did wink of course, at me I'm into corny. the camera. Yeah, um, well, you've so. never been penetrated by a Virgo? Never. No, but like I'm surrounded by Virgo women, and they're penetrating my schedules. They're penetrating my fucking meals. Okay, listen, (laughs) listen. So I don't even care that we're there's. First of all, the mother's womb preparing for a girl child and having the gay boy with it is so crazy interesting. Also, I think did your sister? Were you and your sister growing up? Like, were you into? girly things with her like what did that influence any of oh and like, what type of things like it's like because i'm i was born in 1989 so there's me too really you me taylor and yeah. courtney my twin sister um oh. so when it, it, i think it was whenever the little mermaid came out so it had to have been like two or three years after because i think it actually did come out in 89 so it was when we were old enough and my mm-hmm. uncle had a vhs tape and he was recording and he gave my sister ariel and eric Right. And I did not want the Tonka truck that I got. So I was holding Eric and brushing his hair and then I kissed him. (gasps) And my sister like encouraged me to keep kissing him. So she's always been just like, don't talk shit about my gay brother. Like, let's play the same toys. I know, I know. It's, I love her so much. She's I love her so outstanding. much. And she's raising an amazing Virgo girl. Mm-hmm. And you triggered me when you said Tonka truck because Oof. I fucking hated how often the boys would ha- be given the trucks. And when, and I think parents are being so much better now about just like letting the child guide what they're into or like testing the waters. But like, I will be damned if my nephews, if I ever give them a single Tonka truck. Unfortunately, they love trucks. Um, That's but so like, <laughs> so maybe I will be. <laughs> if they Caleb, want it. my oldest, if they want it, I, my oldest nephew Henry is obsessed with excavators. Oh, 
Ooh, I don't know wait, where he so, got this. Wait, is it, it there, there's a show about them, right? Isn't there like an excavator show? I think there is. Probably. There is, there is, there is. I know about kids' shows now. Jesus. We will like we'll like drive by the big excavator, excavator. I'm like, how do you know how to say that word? You're two. <laughs> right. But like he is obsessed with an excavator. Oh. Meanwhile, of course, I would of course have loved to kiss Prince. Eric, Prince Eric as a kid and and also I mean when you watched him in Little Mermaid and you saw the dark hair and the blue eyes forget it. like forget I it. had a sexual awakening though to when Gaston pulled off his shirt and of said course, every, the chest inch hair? Is <laughs> every inch of his covered every inch of his covered oh god I'm feeling something but no Eric was gorgeous Eric was, still is yeah to this day and famously no hair in his chest but we don't knock him for no it. we don't care you're still gorgeous and you saved Ariel so we love you I for bet that. you he has a lovely bush and I can't believe I said that on the air but um we'll probably find Eric... art where he does and wait so I have a question for you what is your husband's sign your husband's sun sign he is an Aquarius oh nice okay he's born February 1st cool 1989 and he I don't know a ton about I know that he's like a very stubborn like mm. he's stubborn <laughs> it's just me airing our well i will laundry. say yeah taurus scorpio leo and aquarius they're the most unyielding what does that mean well they're the the most they're the fixed signs in astrology so when they were mm-hmm. born regardless of what hemisphere they were born in it's the peak of a season right so like mm-hmm. in the northern hemisphere aquarius is the peak of winter so they represent like a specialized, focused, concentrated, this is the plan, this is the process kind of technicality. Like right now it's Taurus season. So this is the peak of spring. That's why Taurus mm-hmm. is a focused earth sign, etc. But I would actually say, and I'll say it loud and proud, of the four fixed signs, I think Aquarius is the most stubborn. I think I mean and he and he knows and he knows and his like we joked about it with his parents too like it becomes a comical point too just because of like he he hates being wrong and and I actually watched one of your videos we were talking about couples therapists saying do you want to be wrong or do you want to be in a relationship Hello. and I, that really that really struck me because we have had um uh, conversations <laughs> where he <laughs> he's like you always want to be right and I'm like no but you always want to be right he's like no No. and i think we both sometimes want to be right well because it's so much better it's so fun and it's seductive and glamorous but yeah it's very easy to be right and alone not so easy to be right and in a relationship at the same time exactly it is and relationships are tough man no they really are and like you know what i i'm i think a part of the reason why i'm trying to learn and educate myself and share what I'm learning with other people is because like, I really want to get it right. I I, I really want to make sure that yes, it'll be hard and challenging, but that like I'm prepared is what I'm. Yes. And I think that's what I'm most proud of with me and Matt is that we have learned the toughness and then learned the importance of working through the toughness because of the greater um sign that we are great together like i my my baggage in the early years of our relationship was if a sec at the second something happened that wasn't awesome i'd be like we're fucked get me out (laughs) virgo catastrophe exactly like the world is ending my literal therapist at the time would say why all the drama? Ah. Like, read me, bitch. <laughs> read me, bitch. Drama? I want to make a t-shirt that says why all the drama. And I literally will tell myself that. I've actually gotten so much better ever since she would tell that to me because she like she made my brain do an exercise of like when the drama started. It'd be like, why all the drama? And then it would like kind of spiral down a little bit in a in a positive way. So That's great. Uh, do you do you That's are great. you gonna tell me that Virgo and Aquarius are doomed to fail? No, because I actually do not believe in the conversation on compatibility i don't thank you i, don't. I love that Mm-mm. because i think that a lot of pre-existing theory and like premise points in astrology and compatibility is like built on sameness complementarity energy but like that's just not true anymore and yeah. yeah it's just not and so i don't ever go oh you guys are so compatible you're not compatible never mm, i love that never no well it's, it, it is it makes sense that it is dated in that probably in the pr- previous generations you should only stick with people that come from the same family like exactly. you you should only boo 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 but like like even if i may put this on blast okay. matt is catholic i am jewish and there were parties at some point that we had spoken to them like it's gonna be yeah and i was like you know what you're saying however we are being so mindful about this from day one and yes of course there are differences 
But also, there's like exciting differences. Totally. Like he is like he has embraced so many Jewy things. I like what? love a. He cooks a gorgeous brisket. Does he? he? Makes amazing hamantashim. Oh. He knows the prayers for the challah and the wine. Wow. He has lifted many a chair at a bar mitzvah and a wedding. He is just he on for we were in Atlanta where he's from where his parents are for Hanukkah one year, and he made his parents a Hanukkah meal. They had never tried latkes before. He made the brisket. It oh. was like such a beautiful, and we lit the menorah there. Oh. Like, like he really, he really nails it. I fucking love it. And what, what have you taken right. from the Catholics? Just out of here, because I was baptized, raised Catholic. Um, I just, I learned to hate myself more and more every Good. day. Good, that's, that's all you need to. Take. <laughs> I actually just like fucking embrace Christmas, the Christmas of it all. Like, yeah, it's gay. his family does Christmas up. It's very gay. Yeah. It's very flashy. They color coordinate all their wrapping paper, which oh, I really yeah, appreciate. I'm sure you appreciate Virgo. It's probably why I, we love the order. And <laughs> although I do, I like I. Easter is weird for me because we've never I've never celebrated Easter with him, but like he might want to do eggs when we have children one day, and I'm like, but the bunny thing feels weird. Bunny, I'm eggs, of the bunny. zombie Jesus. Can you can you walk me through the through line here? Exactly. I know. Make it make like sense. he did what, when, I why, who, and then we kill, and then and then like you're blaming me for killing him. It sounds like he had his own issues. Like maybe we <laughs> killed him for a reason. <laughs> Oh my God, I love this. Please have children Watch so they can just become Watch adults in this culture, in this container of the both of you. Please. Hurry. I'm very curious to see. They're going to be stubborn and type A's. Have Hell. children immediately. Oh, fork, fork over 100K, babe. Oh God, um, is that how much it costs? I think so. Ooh. I mean, I think so. Ooh. But you know what? I very much plan to make a ton of money. Fuck I don't yeah. know, but I, I plan to. You're a Virgo. Plan- you bitches can't help it. You'll get I can't it. help but be drowning in Kashish. <laughs> um, I want to ask another podcast question, oh, yeah, which sure. is, if the world was ending mm-hmm. and you could only save one character actress, Colin Bedell, who would you save? Character actress. Okay, so fictional, yes. That's what that's what this meant, right? Or like It a- could be it's just a, an actress that is a female that you are just obsessed with is really the only thing I care about. Okay, so you know what? I because it's apocalyptic, right? Did you mm-hmm. watch Alias with Jennifer Garner? No, but I do love Jennifer Garner. Okay. I never watched it. We love her. We love her. We love her. We love her. Well, she was like this ass kicking, like polyglot who was just unbelievably intelligent and like she i swear that character like raised me but i'm none of those things but she raised me and i just would save her because i'd be like well you'll figure it out and you will just fight these bitches and speak all these i languages. love that you're choosing jennifer garner as her character in alias yes, and i think that yes. is such a gorgeous answer <laughs> i also want to give a shout out to jennifer garner giving one of the most beautiful coming out speeches to her son in love simon if i'm oh. correct she has a scene with him that is so beautiful um i won't stop talking about this show so i'm going to say it again uh, it's the show Heartstopper on netflix oh. you need to watch it. it it came out recently i i, I have not stopped shutting up about it because it's like the most beautiful story but i bring it up because there's another coming out scene with an incredible actress olivia coleman that you just you wow. need it's, it, it's such it's so beautifully done and i want every person especially who plans on having children to watch it that being said jennifer garner we love jennifer garner she's an aries i love olivia coleman as well and yeah like i just i love that show i have you seen have you seen the jennifer garner commercial it's like for capital one and her dad is in the commercial with her no but i'm mad that i haven't seen it fucking well wait speaking of her dad in gays you know victor garber her dad in alias right oh yeah like let's just let's just give him fucking credit where credit is due he was like in everything gay iconic millennial legally blonde titanic, titanic. legally blonde come on we love Victor he Garber. and i also served him at a restaurant in the west village like a decade ago was he warm i hope he was great okay he was yeah, great. he's a pisces i can't imagine him being anything other than absolutely lovely he was lovely yeah. very handsome he although is. i I do feel triggered because my ex was a Pisces, and I kind of I, I have some feelings, but Ooh. I do think I also one of my closest friends is a Pisces, so I'm not gonna like knock it. Well, that's the polar opposite group. sign dynamic, and like yeah. that brings out the best and the worst. But like yeah. sometimes in the same hour, it's crazy. yes. Oh my god. One of the things I would say to my ex, because we had an amazing relationship, and then at times it was, like, <coughs> feeling like hell. Right. And I would say to him, like, if, if something he would say, like, really made me feel angry, I would say to him, because trying not to be upset, like, it's the Virgo of, like, mm-hmm. trying to control, I would say, 
there is a fire inside of my belly. <laughs> and I'm trying, like, I was like, like, we would like have these standoff moments and I was like trying to control the deep anger that would rise in me because he was being so contrarian or whatever it was. But again, one of my closest friends who I actually collaborate with a lot creatively is a Pisces and we are very opposite, but it works because of that. 100%. Yeah, I'm surrounded by Sagittarius. So Brad and Angelina used to be a Gemini Sagittarius couple. I'm a Gemini. Brad was a Sag. And I'm just surrounded by Sagittarians because yeah, they like, they challenge my liabilities for sure and they reinforce where they think I'm legitimate. And it's really, yes. it's it's beautiful, It's but it can be tough. So- so you agree. You, you want to marry Brad Pitt. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I probably would get along well with him because he's a Capricorn moon like me. Okay. I don't know if I'd love the Sagittarius energy. I would totally have more fun with Angelina, though, because she's an Aries moon. She's a Gemini. We would just... It'd be game I over. am so curious what Angelina like. You're having a drink with Angelina Jolie. What the fuck are you talking <laughs> <What>? about? <laughs> I, well, I would just kind of like want to give her a reading. And if she feels yeah, good. Oh, oh, well, man. you're so, so blessed to like, like she would be like drinking out of the palm of your <laughs> hand. Like, like I would be like, um, fuck bitch, you're, uh, look, uh, look at your tip. Like I like literally have nothing <laughs> to like say. Angelina. Like you look gorgeous. Angie. <laughs> like, yeah, I loved you and Mr. and Mrs. Smith. What was that like? And she was like, I don't want to talk about it. Like, I don't. Like, it's my <laughs> yeah, literally. I I don't. It's so. I I I wonder. Like inevitably, when I am meeting Angelina Jolie, like I can't wait to tell. I can't wait to tell you what we talk about. Oh, okay. And then I'll be sure to tell her. Well, yeah, tell her I said hello because she'll have already known me by then. Okay. You yeah, she will have officiated <laughs> your second wedding. <laughs> Marianne and Angelina. I should probably start with Angelina. I don't know, but we'll see. Yeah, I actually. I, I just wanted to say, Gemini's and Virgos. That's what we are, and that's obviously Angelina. Um, it's actually just a quick, funny, great, vibrant, technicolor conversation. It's just, cause you know, we're the only signs ruled by Mercury, the, the messenger, oh. communication, connection. So when we know how to talk to each other, maravilla, nobody can talk better. Absolutely. And I feel that right now. This feels really cosmic. Oh, good. I feel it as well. And I can't believe what you said about your nephew. I cannot wait to tell that to my sister. I have never heard oh that God. phrased in that way, but it's true. <laughs> I love that so much. And I, I am so, it's so cool to meet someone who also has the twin yeah. thing, who has like, 100%. who knows so what that's many... like? You know, we're student, we're lifelong students of interpersonal dynamics. Yes. Lifelong. And that, and that's partly why I love doing this and talking to people and like love the banter because of the shared experiences that we all have. And like, I could tell the second, it's, it's so f- crazy that for, when you meet someone and like the second you can tell, it's like, mm. it's, it's, we're, we're going to be good. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's all good. <laughs> it's like, all good. Yeah. And of course it doesn't happen with every single person I meet, but no. like it, when it, when, when it's there, it's there. You can't fake it. Wait, real fast. Do you know what your moon sign is? Yeah. I Hold wrote it down. Gem, Gemini moon. Oh, well, of course. Yeah. So that's another reason why we know how to talk to each other. Cause I'm a Gemini sun. So when it's the moon sun, energy it's like oh hey fam right but with gemini virgo these are the these are the exacting kind of like yeah it's the class clown meets the valedictorian energy at once way so which one am i i mean you are the comedian so and i'm sorry and i i don't want to brag but like i do have a commencement speech like on the internet so you do not Your boy graduated top of his class at Parsons School of Design in 2016. <gasps> Not Parsons, yes. the gorgeous Parsons School of Design, the new school. <laughs> yes. So I, but I like, I don't think anybody saw that coming because I think they thought I was the class clown, but that's some Gemini shit. Like, I don't have to lead with how smart I am. Sure. Like, I have other resources. Thank you very much. And then I just came out as a just trying to be like, what up, bitches? Uh, you like my gown, bitch? You like my gold fluking tassel or whatever tassel means that you're special? Um, wait, can I ask you? You said the words coming so out. I, I, now, because you're so, you're like such a grounded, centered human. When did you come out? Like, what was, what was that journey? Oh boy. Well, such a thoughtful question. I came out in 2005 uh, because what had happened was my parents decided to move from Long Island, New York to mm-hmm. uh, basically the Bible Belt of North Carolina. 
You know how a lot wow. of like Northeast bitches like move down South Florida, the Carolinas, yeah. God forbid they know sure. the difference. So I went to North Carolina with my family in 2005 and it was just an accelerator because my grandfather had just died, my mother's father, and I was 16 and I fell in love with someone with a boy. And so we moved down South and, you know, it was a, a blank slate. And so I said to my mom, like, hey, <laughs> actually I'm gay. And so had you fallen in love with a boy in Long, Long Island? Island? Yeah. Oh my god. So we were like a long that... distance relationship. That's so and tough. It was. And and but what was what was sweet is that my mom was like, You're telling me this now. I just <laughs> left. we're down here. What am I gonna do? I don't know how they are with the gays, right? And then she's a cancer, so she's very maternal. I'm so blessed. Like I really psh, mother lottery. And mm. I was like, Well, I'll tell them though. Like, I'll tell the family, I'll tell the people, like, I'll do it. And she's like, okay. And the next fucking day, right, I'm already home. She kicks down the door and was like, listen, I know you said that you wanted to tell everybody, but I told the mailman, I told the cashier, I told mm-hmm, the, the mm-hmm, grocery store mm-hmm. clerk, I told all your uncles, I told your grandma, because yep. I said, listen, if you got a problem with my gay son, our relationship ends today. <gasps> I love my gay ass son. You know? And she, oh. she I know, because Mother's Day is on Sunday, so naturally I'm very grateful for her. And so I that was that my so coming much. out process. It was in the South. And uh, it was it was definitely, because this was the Bush administration, still remember. Yeah. You know, so don't ask. Will and Grace was ask. still, like, problematic. Um, yeah. But I had a lot of New Yorkers with me, thank God. And there were some Southerners. Like, they were just like, we don't really care. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, but it was still- How long did the um, long-distance relationship last? That lasted for about six months. And then I fell in love with my first Sagittarius a few weeks later. <laughs> who was really my friend the whole time. And I really kind of, there was an energy that I was 16, you know, what did I know? And then that relationship was really life defining. It, it, I, I had no intentions of going to college and falling in love with him. It, it, he did sort of like bring me to the idea of higher ed. He was at NYU. And so he was like showing me what's possible. Um, wow. So yeah, that, that was my I, I always get story. so int- intrigued and inspired by people who come out as teenagers mm-hmm. and then like have these formative experiences because I was 18 when I came out, but I didn't really like date or have like, I had my first kiss when I was probably 19. And then like, like, so like, it's still young, but I think like when I think about 16, I think about like, that is like such a, you know, 15, 16 is a really tough time. And I think to then layer on top of that, the coming out is like it's it's it must have have like the feelings inside your head must be insane <laughs> at that time they were and i think i didn't know where to like tease them out right i'm like do i miss new york is it this is it that i don't really know and then you know what because when you were talking earlier about like denying desires i wanted to make mm-hmm, sure i said mm-hmm. this i think anybody who is queer has to really sit down with themselves and ask themselves like because i in the closet theoretically mm-hmm. have denied deceived and distanced myself from all of that which I want, when I come out of the closet miraculously, from what place and from what education and skill set do I know how to admit when I want something? Oh, my God. And we connect desire to danger, don't we? Because, oh, boy, oh. can't tell anybody I love Britney Spears too much. Right? Because then they'll know I'm not like other boys. So then we come out, but from what training, what level? And so... You're like, what is real? What do I actually want? What do I want to take a stand about? Because do I lie? Do I... Yes. Is, Yes. Why was I lot? <gasps> yeah. And then subconsciously, right, it stores all those memories. So when we are out and adults and still in our late 20s or early 30s and we're admitting something that we want, we're still 15, 16 again. So we can revert back to those programmings. And yeah, I just what would make me happy to know is that queer folks really sat down with themselves and said, where do I see desire as dangerous? And how can I instead see desire as my source of life force instead? Mm. This is really hitting me hard. You know? I'm really taking this in. I think that's a big, big reason why I have taken more time than I would have liked to find the things that speak to me yes. and go for them because of that idea of danger. I am not a clinical psychologist, but I know that that is true. Yes. I know that. I that mean, is true. there's such a crazy. I've talked about like, why do I feel like the world's going to end? Like, why do I feel like this is so dangerous? Like, the idea of failing or whatever it is. And I think it's that. It's like that we are grown up when we're, clo- when we're growing up closeted. You are having to completely shut off the things that you actually 
desire yeah and then how many of us get the like you know de coming out of the closet detraining program we're just thrown mm -hmm. into the environment with no education no onboarding no skill building and i don't even know if there are programs that specialize in this uh, you know and so yeah i think that there is a certain second maturation a, a, another puberty that queer folks really have to consider yes. and 100%. just connect more deeply to the desires and that's why like inner child healing is so prevalent within our spaces absolutely i've said this many times that when i first started like actually like being gay in the world i felt like i was in elementary school of crushes and dating i was like i did not know what it felt like 100%. to actually have a crush a that was b reciprocated and then c like losing like if that person lost interest and then what that felt like and then i remember like by the end of college i was like i'm in eighth grade now like i feel like it's like that's how far i got like and then i like had a first like my my pisces ex mm -hmm. like that was a big love a huge formative experience i think that got me through college and dating right. world and then went through a single period had my hookups did my things and then became like an adult and then i met matt and then we were still i mean i was 23 when i met him okay I, or maybe newly it was 2013 okay. so i was yeah, we were um, 23 24 around that. yeah maybe new i think i was newly 24 okay. and so that's still young yeah. and so we had to do a lot of maturing in our first you know three four five years and now it'll be nine years that we've been together and like wow. it it i think i've noticed the maturation periods and that's like a hundred percent what you're saying of we have to go through that second second process i do believe that and i think a committed relationship is a personal development accelerator oh my god yeah yeah so it's, lucky you 100 percent. Yeah. it really it's so funny that i've i've thought and i'm curious your thoughts about this that i used to feel sometimes that jealous of single people that had more time to devote to their selves in terms of passions and whatever mm. because i thought you know when you're in a relationship you are really trying to balance someone else's experience in the world and your role mm -hmm. but you saying that kind of makes me feel like it has helped me develop my own wants and needs mm -hmm. and and but i do you think like there is a benefit for one versus the other or is it just different for both being single versus yeah. coupled it, well I, i'm sure the answers are always complicated right right and also there was a long form study at harvard it was like the study of adult development and what they were able to determine is that it's not just relationship satisfaction that determines our life quality but that it is the quality of our relationships that determine our individual competency yeah. so a lot of us think oh man i'm working on myself i can't be with you but mm -hmm. really, when I work on myself with you, I understand me. And I, mm. my individual competencies get strengthened and elevated because of my relationship with you. So we just have it upside down. Right. And yeah, single people might have more time. But like, who are we if we're not self-disclosing and not mm -hmm. then discovering self-revelation? Because I'm self-disclosing to you, you know? So it's like, there are moments when I think we do a lot of work for relationships when we're not in them and that's formative and mm -hmm. necessary. Mm -hmm. But again, I don't think there is any environment like romantic and intimate relating that accelerates personal development. Amen to that. That is such a great thing to hear. And thank God, because I I just feel like so many things you have said have struck me so deeply. And Aww, I feel thank so, you, my Virgo friends. Oh my gosh. I am so blessed to have met you and have had you on this podcast. Um, before we say goodbye, yes. I'm going to ask a question sure. that you've not, you're not prepped for, which uh -oh. is, Colin Bedell, what is the best Whoopi Goldberg film? Oh boy. <laughs> I know she's a Scorpio. I would probably say Sister Act, duh, right? Doesn't everybody Thank say you. that? One or two. Uh, okay, I'm going to say two, but here's the Thank thing. Thank you. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Only because it was a boy that I dated. It was his favorite movie. That's all I knew. I actually... It's had... my favorite movie of all time. Okay, fine. So then we're, we're not going to worry about how I knew that. We're just going to let me answer it that way. Okay. Wait, which boy was it? Was it? Was it he was an Aries. He was an Aries. He was an Aries. <laughs> yeah. Oh my yeah, God! Still I, is. He has great. He has He's, great taste. He does. He was such a sweetie. He actually went to the school. That's why I have this shirt. It's not the one I stole from his room, but it's a whole thing. Gemini drama. <laughs> oh wow! Well, we'll 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 leave that for the reunion episode. <laughs> <laughs> Me, Teresa, and Alex. <gasps> and Dina. 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 Dina Manzo. Get on here. Speaking of Pisces. <laughs> 
Wait, like, I need to get no. Dina Manso on this podcast. Oh my god. <laughs> um, well, listen. Where can people follow you, Colin? Oh, uh, they can follow me at Queer Cosmos. Q U E E R C O S M O S. And uh, I will just shamelessly promote here because I got student loans to pay. All right, Please. I'm sure you know. Um, I have to. I have an introduction to astrology course on my website, so it's only thirty bucks, and I walk you through astrology, yada yada. And then I have a like tech subscription program that I really like because I think people are like overwhelmed by mm-hmm. social media apps. So I have a tech subscription that I'll text you what you need to know about the day, what the horoscope is happening. I'll send videos, links, pictures, yada yada. And that is genius. Yeah, that's only nine dollars a month. Oh my god, that is such a good idea! Thank you. I, and, and I think everyone listening can tell how fu- how much of a fucking genius and star you are, and <laughs> just lucky to to be a part of anything that you are, any wisdom that you are putting out in the world. Well, so, you Virgo, you provided me the space to be the mercurial cunty figure that I absolutely am. It was just, I needed mercurial. to be around the Virgo because I swear to God, your yous are the biggest cunts. So I just had. To. <laughs> And I, that is an honor I love to take. <laughs> I know, and I didn't even know if I could like push it that far with you and just call you a con, but I'm like, yes, I can. You can, you did, and you should. <laughs> and I will many more times. Okay? <laughs> well, bless you, Colin Vidal, and uh, this has been the best. Yeah, I had so much fun. Bye! up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.